did You know it's not the way I planned No, it's not the way I wanted No, it's not the things I meant back to how do you really feel i'm annabelle the host of this podcast welcome to episode five so in today's episode i have a very special guest i know i say this in every episode but this little minion right here literally you will see her with me at all times at all places so welcome my little sister what a boo baby hell you're so annoying it's so funny because when everybody meets my sister she's so she's the youngest so we're four and she's the youngest of the four and whenever people meet her they're always like dang could we trade in this aguilar for the other aguilar and i'm like wow y'all try to replace me for this one so i got a little competition over here Uh uh-huh I'm just kidding. So my little sister, I refer to her as KK. Her name is Kaylin. And KK and I were never really close. So let me give you a little backstory. I love backstories, okay? That's my thing. Like, I always have to give every freaking detail of everything. And I think that's the Virgo in me. But back a little story. Me and KK were never really that close. I mean, I helped raise my sisters most of the time because my mom always worked two jobs. And, you know, y'all know from my dad's episode, he, he was always in and out, you know? So I always helped raise my sisters and even though I helped raise them me and KK were never really close and I think it's because we're six years apart versus my other sister where we're only three years apart so she was really closer to my other sister then my other sister left to Africa well left to Hawaii then left to Africa and then me and KK just started getting super duper close and then this whole quarantine thing happened and she basically moved in with me and now we're just like well she didn't really move in with me she's basically at my house every single day of her life and it's been great because one I'm not always alone and two we've created such a great bond like chick-fil-a our dates all the time chick-fil-a breakfast Breakfast. max y'all their hash browns go get those little suckers I could live off of those little hash browns but anyways okay so today's topic we are going to be discussing kind of it's a very broad topic but it's feeling underappreciated we're not going to really narrow it down into like a specific category so it's just going to be in general like with family with relationships with you know friendships co-workers anything like in regards to feeling underappreciated so uh i think the first time i felt like i was underappreciated was in my previous relationship uh where i was with this guy for two and a half years and i basically did everything and anything for him to just be happy uh the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree (laughs) like sister like sister oh my gosh um but really i i did everything for him and i probably got like 50 percent in return but it was such a toxic environment where even though i did everything i still felt like it wasn't enough like there was more i could put in Mm -hmm. even though i wasn't getting it reciprocated Mm-hmm. And I feel like being open and away from it, I realized that it was so toxic and I was putting in so much. So now I apply it to my friendships and the relationships that I'm in now. So where... Did you watch my previous episode? I mean, did you listen to my previous episode? Is this going to the tapes? It sure it, This is live, baby. <laughs> They're going to hear it. I did it. I know you didn't. You want to know why you did? I know you didn't. Because ironically, you're repeating like every word I said previously. And I wanted to let the people know, I know you did not listen to my episode. She's a fake fan, okay? I know she didn't listen to my episode. 
but I also, but I wanted them to know because I didn't want them to be like, is she just repeating the same thing she said last week? <laughs> but I wanted to air it out that I know you didn't. So that's how I wanted to put you on blast real quick. But anyways, go on. Um, so now you apply it into your yeah, life. I apply, I apply it into my friendships I have now, but I don't implement it, if that makes sense. I like acknowledge it, but I don't feel as though I act upon it. I acknowledge that sometimes I'm, I'm being unappreciative, unappreciated. So did you learn from it? I feel like I learned the concept of it and like... Like you're more aware of when it's happening. Yes. Okay, okay. And I don't have enough courage to act upon it yet. Mm. Keep in mind, I'm only 18 and I barely have lived my life, but... Well, at 18, I don't even remember what I was doing. I wasn't in a relationship at that age, so I don't know what it felt like to be underappreciated in that sense. But I think I get what you're saying. You know, you know, that's a very I I really want to address that because I think it's so important that you're being so raw and real, you know, because a lot of us want to like just be able to be like, oh, yeah, like I learned, you know, but in reality, we're human. We're still going to allow things to happen that we think we learned from our past or, you know, whatever it is, whether it's relationship, whether it's friends or whatever. But I think being underappreciated, it's going to happen no matter what in our lives, no matter who you come across at one point in time. you're gonna be underappreciated and that's just the human instinct in in us we all have that selfishness so somebody might underappreciate you without even knowing you know don't ever feel like you weren't good enough and I know you're gonna hear a lot in life that you were maybe too good for this person but everybody has their own version of what they think is good enough you know, like everybody has their own term. So I thought about that because I'm like, you know, when it comes to being underappreciated, a lot of people have different definitions and it doesn't even have to be a literal definition. It could be how they perceive you um, being appreciated, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that as humans, we have that natural selfishness in us, you know? And sometimes we may think like, yo, what do you mean I don't appreciate you? I text you, I check up on you, I do this. But maybe that person is really going through something and they need that extra, you know? Because you might feel like what somebody's giving you is good, but then I might feel like that's not enough. Like, I want more. So I think that's a that's an interesting concept because I think that feeling underappreciated, like you said, like, it's so important because I think we know, you can know your worth and you can know when you're being underappreciated and when you're not. But, yeah, like, do you act upon it? I think, like, in the moment, like, for myself, speaking for myself, in the relationship, I didn't realize I was being underappreciated. It was when I was out of it. And looking back at it, I realized, I I wouldn't say I realized my worth, but I realized how terrible it was. Mm -hmm. I I still don't know my worth to this day because he is the last person I dated and he's probably the last person I will ever date because I'm PTSD, you know, but... Well, I think that, I mean, I'm not here to be Dr. Phil, but I think that nobody is going to teach you your worth. Treat. No, teach you. Nobody's going to teach you your worth, Mm -hmm. you know, because you just stated that you still don't know your worth because he's the last person, implying that you only know your worth when, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but I'm just, you know, brainstorming. When you're in a relationship, you're defined by what they treat you and that's how you start to make up your worth, you Mm -hmm. know? And it shouldn't be like that. I think 
you're 18, you're still young, very young, and I think you have so much life ahead of you. Look at us getting all deep real quick. <laughs> no, really though, like, you know, at 18 years old, there's just, you know, you're barely graduating uh, high school, you're getting into college, you're, it's now the real world. So you're out of this whole high school, you know, oh, walk me to class, we're so in love, what are we eating for lunch kind of thing, to now the real world, we got jobs, we got cars, we have new people we're meeting, we're going to classes, I make my own schedule, like, we're having so much different expectations expectations now than you did back then and you're evolving as a person constantly especially now in the new real quote-unquote adult world so I think that right now your focus should not be on you know what your worth is when you're in a relationship Mm -hmm. you know I think you should that's something you internally have to work and it's a work in progress you're not gonna wake Mm -hmm. up tomorrow being like I'm worth a million dollars you know like but I I think (laughs) Okay, and going off of that, at the start of the year, I made a New Year's resolution to put more emphasis and put more effort into my friendships because one of my friends was talking to me and she was like, honestly, I don't feel like you put enough effort in our friendship. And it like made me think because she wasn't the first person that's told me that. Like another girl told me that. Another one of my friends told me the same thing. And um, after I made that New Year's resolution, I didn't really act upon it until I went on a road trip with my other friend to Santa Barbara and her and I, when we go on road trips and we go on trips together we get deep into life and like we like reflect on everything that we that we have gone through on our way to Santa Barbara she was like why don't you ever ask to hang out first and I feel like it's because for the longest time I put so much effort into my relationship that as soon as I got out of the relationship my mindset was you need to stop trying you're putting too much because people are not going to reciprocate it to you and I carried that on to my friendships that I have now. Mm. And although I'm working on it, and like sometimes I will text my friends first, sometimes I will ask to hang out. I am not at a place right now where I can fully say that I know my worth and I know how to treat my friends properly, how to appreciate them enough because I feel like PTSD is a real thing, you know? Even though I was, it wasn't a friendship, it was a relationship, I still fear not being good enough. And... A part of me is like, you're stronger than that. Like, you just find your worth, you know? It's it's more of a work in progress with myself that I don't know even, I don't even know where to begin. Mm. That's interesting. I think that that's true because I think that when, you know, there's, there's, everybody copes differently. And there's those that cope with, I'm going to work on myself, let me heal, let me figure out what the root of the problem is. And then there's those who shut down and are like, well, F it, like, I'm just going to not try with anybody because this is going to be the outcome anyways. Does that make sense? So I think that obviously working on yourself is a major thing, but I think it's important to know as well that, you know, feeling underappreciated goes both ways. Like, you can be underappreciating somebody and they can be underappreciating you. And it doesn't have to be the same person, you know? Like, your friends were feeling you weren't appreciating them because your whole focus was on your boyfriend who wasn't appreciating you, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's like a domino effect, and I think that's why this topic is just... There's just so much you can talk about with this topic because it goes such a long way, you know? I think that it's not only with friendships, it's with family, you know? It's with so many things, and, like, I've always been the type of person... I don't know if you you are or you're not, I feel like through with a lot of work in progress, you know, I've gotten to a point where I'm able to, 
I'm so much better than I was before. Before, I used to just get underappreciated, take all the hits because I was just a strong person. You know, like that's just me. I knew I was going to get over it. So why be upset or why get the other person upset and tell them how I feel if I know I'm going to get over it and move on. Right. But I through all everything I've gone through and all the work I've done on myself, I've gotten to a point where to a certain extent, I'm able to remove people I feel don't have the same intention for me as I do for them. If I feel like you don't respect my boundaries and don't appreciate me in your life, then we I don't need to be there, you know? So I just think that there comes a point where you have to remove yourself. You can't wait for the person that's underappreciating you to remove themselves. Because I think that's when you start to reflect, you know? Like if your friends were to be like, you know, Kaylin's not appreciating me, I gotta go. Like I can't be her friend anymore. That's, I feel like you would have that moment of realization, like, wow, you know, Mm -hmm. but instead they communicated that with you. Mm -hmm. And I think communication is so key in everything because for me, I've tried to have this open dialogue with my friends to be like, yo, if something's bothering you that I do, if I do something wrong, like talk to me about it. We could talk, you know, we're adults. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss. Might be a minor miscommunication, you know, but when I mean it's repetitive behavior and that's the thing you have to be super like friendships could be toxic too you know like you really have to see how you feel around the people that are around you if you don't feel good you know the five people around you reflect who you are who you will be if you if you're hanging out with people who don't make you feel good you're not gonna be good so I think that I don't know are you the same like do you remove people out of your life do you keep them like um honestly I keep people in my life as long as I can I am like I'm a very affectionate and loving person, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's because of the way we were grown. You're, I know for a fact you're like this, too. Mm-hmm. But you and I were raised differently. Although the, we, were the, we had the same parents, we were raised differently. Mm-hmm. And I try to see the good in people, mm-hmm. and of course you do, too, but you know when it's not worth it, yeah. and I don't, you know? Right. I, I can't differentiate whether this person is good for me. Or if I just need to fight a little harder, you know, mm-hmm. I, I put 100 until I put zero. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like, you know, yeah. like somebody can tell you break up with that guy. Don't yeah. be friends with that person. Mm-hmm. But you will get to a point where you personally know, all right, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like I can, I have no more of me left to give mm-hmm. to you, you know? Yeah. I, I put 199. 89, you know, and it right. like, keeps going. And then once it gets to 100, it's like, all right, enough is enough. But how long is that enough? And that's your determination. Mm-hmm. You know, like that enough to walk away is your determination. That enough to be like, I love myself more than to be treated a certain way, you know? I don't know. I think it's super important to just know that feeling underappreciated appreciated is going to happen. But only we have control over how or what we're going to do, how much we're going to tolerate. And I mean, sometimes it, it could be something not even somebody's knowing they're doing. So just communicating that, you know, and realizing that it goes both ways. It's an open door with that that phrase, feeling underappreciated. Like, mm-hmm. make sure to always check on your people, not text them. You don't have to text them every day. I get it. We're all busy. We're all doing things. But, you know, like you said, one little text saying, I appreciate you, goes such a long way, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that it all starts with you. It all starts with what you know you're worth, because once you know that, you'll tolerate half of what you used to tolerate when it comes to feeling or being not appreciated. That's a shitty feeling. Nobody wants to feel like that, you know? Honestly, I think my biggest thing is 
not even knowing where to start, like, finding my own worth. I feel like I, I, I've i come to a point in my life where I go to school, I go to work, I go home. Mm-hmm. Like, you have no me time. And Yeah, and I genuinely don't feel like I have me time. I used to meditate, and it would just put me to sleep. But I never really meditated to reflect on myself. I, I don't think I've really sat down and processed my entire life, processed how I've become who I am today. And I feel like that's what's holding me back from finding my worth, finding love for myself. Right. I think that once you find that little me time for you, it's so important to have me time once, like a day, twice a day, Mm -hmm. whatever, right? Have like me time, but I think you have to be genuinely okay. I feel like the start of it, and this is from experience, the start is learning how to be on your own. Start doing things on your own. Go on a hike by yourself. Go eat by yourself. Yeah, and that's that's my biggest downfall. I... I need to have someone next to me all the time. I have friends that are willing to drop everything just to just to hang out, just to do this, just to do that. So it's so easy for me to become dependent on these people because I know they will always be there. I was I was talking to my my friend Alan the other night, a couple months ago actually, not the other night, but he was I was telling him how lonely I feel and like how I'm not happy, you know, and he said, "You don't need someone to be sitting where I am every day." Mm-hmm. Because I was telling him how someone needs to be in my passenger seat every time I go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because I, I get lonely, I overthink, I, I do this, I do that. So I never really am alone because I know I always have someone next to me. Right. And I feel like that's the start of it. That's mm-hmm. where you need to start. You need to start learning how to be alone. And loving being alone. Like, you have to love that feeling so that when people come in your life and hang out with you or whatever, it's an addition. It's not a need anymore. It's not a necessity. It's an addition. Everybody in your life should be an addition. How do you even get to that point? I, I cannot picture myself being able to be happy alone. You you it's, it's a, it, you train yourself. Like, you have to be comfortable with doing things alone. You have to realign with yourself. Like, you literally have to spend, like, a whole weekend with yourself. It's not only going to take a weekend, but spend a weekend to literally yourself. Don't work. Turn off your phone. Like, you know, write things that make you happy. Write experiences that make you happy. Like, document things. Like, you have to fall in love with yourself. Like, and I don't know if you have to go through something traumatic. Like, for me, it was my past relationship. Like, that thing broke me to the core. And I was down in the dirt. And I had to pick myself back up into pieces. And by doing that, I had to realize, all right, if I'm going to pick myself back up to pieces... I have to reinvent myself. Mm -hmm. I can't pick up the same person. I have to reinvent that person. And I made her, well, I made me who I wanted me to be, Mm -hmm. who I knew I should have been and what I, my morals align with. And that's who I am now. But I don't know if that's because I went through something traumatic that affected me so deeply, but it all started with like realizing like, okay, I need to be alone. I can't be hanging out with people right now. I can't be talking about my feelings. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's good to hang out with your people, talk to your people, whatever. But sometimes you need to talk to yourself. And that's like, that's why I named the podcast. Like, how do you really feel? Like, you have to ask yourself, you have to stop and ask yourself at some point in your life. Like, damn, how do I feel? Like, I'm always asking people how they feel. I always want to be there for everybody else. But how do I feel deeply and have that dialogue with yourself on a daily? Like, how are you today? You know, mm-hmm. so I think that's where we just start 
we're a work in progress. I say we because you and I are a unit. This is true. <laughs> right. Two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. But I just want to say thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I will be back soon. Oh, you'll be you'll be back tomorrow and the next <laughs> and the next, but not on the pod, just with me. But anyways, to everybody listening out there, I know I say this all the time, but I'm super grateful for you guys listening. Don't forget to rate this on Apple. I don't know if you can do it on Spotify. I know you can give it a little heart, a little like. Don't forget to rate it. Give it a review. Thank you so much. I appreciate all the support I've been getting. And I just want to kind of switch up my ending. I want you guys to really ask yourself, how do you really feel? It could be based on what we've talked about in this episode that might have struck something or made you think about something, past episodes, or even just in general. But don't forget to ask yourself, how do you really feel? No, it's not the way.